The following views and opinions expressed on Joy Has Questions podcast are not to be confused and or affiliated with any other corporations, companies, businesses, LLCs, and any other acronym that you can possibly think of. Basically, these are my own opinions on my own platform. And now everybody, let's get on with the show. Hey, good people. It's your girl Joy Has Questions, dropping some new fire for you all to listen to for the week. Starting with, you guessed it, you better know. I am literally, like, it kind of left my mouth open. I had no idea that this device, which is so common across the globe, was created by a black man. So every time you go to open your door, or every time you go to put in a doorstop, you need to be thanking Osborne Dorsey because this is the black man who invented both in December of 1878. And this is so crazy. I stumbled upon this information, but through looking at like reference.com as well as Wikipedia and Prezi.com, I was able to like piece together as much information as I could. I'll be honest, this was one of the harder you better knows for me just based on the fact that there was so little information that could not be gathered about him outside of what he put on the patent application because he was born, oh, get this, born around 1762 September being specifically the month but he was born as a slave and you already know you know racism bigotry trash mentality didn't believe that slaves it mattered that they should have an actual birth date to commemorate their lives or when it began so that was the only information I could find out in terms of around the time period he was born I couldn't even really figure out where he was born but when looking at the invention he basically just started working on it because up until that time, people either secured their doors by using leather straps as handles or they basically like would just put things up against the door to kind of keep it in place. So this also was an invention that took some time to catch on, but once it did, it definitely helped revolutionize home protection and how people were able to do so individually. The one thing that I think that is super amazing about Dorsey is the fact that a lot of times what he represents for our community, especially during this time frame of slavery as well as reconstruction, because we were so close to you know domestic work, to cooking, to outside, um, whether it was you know t farming, tilling the ground, tilling the lawn. Let's be honest. Once you were purchased as a slave, master was not coming outside saying, you know, I really want to know how you all turn over these crop of greens the way that you do. Let me do a, a field day with you, with you, my slaves, and see how that works. And hell no. So when all of these things were coming to a head in the sense of like, hey, the Civil War is turning, slaves are about to get freed. It literally was the government that had to go to the very people, us, who had been enslaved to figure out like, okay, how do you actually farm land? How do you actually, you know, do things of housework as well as just outside work um, of that nature? And also what I think is so incredible is the fact that a lot of times our communities revolutionized things in the world, even though we didn't necessarily get credit for it and we damn sure didn't get the financial uh, credit for it. But a lot of times we just did it because it was need-based. I can't tell you how many things I've been researching in regards to black African or I should say African-American inventors. 
And it's the simplest things. It's not a, it's not a niche project. It's not like something that's super sexy, but it is something that everyone benefits from. So I think it was amazing to even highlight the fact that a doorknob was created by a black man. I wished that I could have found more information in regards to Osborne Dorsey, but as we open the doors or slam a few, depending on which family members that got on our nerves this Thanksgiving, let's also be thankful to Papa Dorsey for his contribution. And let's all strive for greatness, even when it comes to something that we're thinking on or that business plan or that entrepreneurial venture, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be something that Fashion Nova is going to snatch up. All it has to do is be something that's going to make a difference in people's lives. And on that note, let's move on to the rest of the show. Everybody, it's your girl Joy has questions, and I am here with the amazing, the talented, the culturally relevant, the superstar when it comes to African American hotspots in the city of Chicago. I am here with the founder of Black People Eats, Jeremy Joyce. Hi, how hey, are you? Thanks. I love that introduction. <laughs> Man, I might have to pay you to come with me when I go to restaurants so you can introduce me. Like, that was amazing, y'all. Like, Thank you. This girl got a gift for words. Man, you, know how to, <laughs> you know how to formulate it right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, a little black uh, background, and I typically don't even do this, but we met at an event that was sponsored by Facebook, That's the Level correct. Up event, which was you know really hand-selecting young popping entrepreneurs, specifically mm-hmm. people of color, black people, um, to really understand Facebook you know, business a little bit better. And the funny thing was, I remember sitting there, and someone was like, yeah, you know, with black people, I'm like, Black people eat. I'm like, I'm spending all my money <laughs> because of this, the reviews. I'm like, they here? And so they were like, yeah, that's him right there. I was like, get out. Yeah, so. that's, man, you know, you, you like to be humble sometimes. You, sometimes it's always good, like, just to, you know, just be humble. That's why, man. It's, it was like, yeah, we met at the Facebook event, mm-hmm. and you introduced yourself. We just had a good connection. I was like, you know, a lot of people don't follow up. They be like, you know how people meet, and they be like, yeah, we go. We gonna get together. The devil's in the details. You have to follow up, especially when it's like I want somebody to respect my brand. And mm-hmm. so, if someone wanted to like follow up me and didn't, I'd be like, "Well, dang!" Like I thought, I yeah. thought we was cool. Yeah, because so. there be people on their social media stuff. They be real life jerks. But when we met, it was just organic, and I was just like, you know what? Yeah, let's let's do this interview. Definitely. I'm like we we definitely gonna have to get she had to get the story out. Cause I lo- <laughs> I was looking. I'm like I love what you do. Thank and you. I was just like we both here, so obviously we it's a reason. So yeah, that Facebook level a level up event. We See like, yeah, Facebook putting two bond people together so yeah. we can make magic happen in our community. So I'm gonna jump right into it. So you definitely have a bubbly personality. Thank you, you clearly love food, which is always Ooh. that is a foundation of African American life. Like yes. soul food or just, you know, the the communal spirit that mm-hmm. happens, the fellowship that goes with it. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like were you always like a foodie? Was this just like one day you woke up and was like, Mama, I know how I'm gonna make it? Like how did Man. this happen? <laughs> Honestly, so it's funny to speak about my mom. So um when I was a kid, you know how I used to wake up early? I used to be hungry, and I'd be like, man, I'm hungry, but my parents sleep, and if I go, my dad going to be like, boy. Right. So, you know, I learned how to cook early. So my mom cooks. She makes everything from scratch. Grandma's from Mississippi, so, you know, she's from the South, got good food. So I was just like, man, I just learned how to cook. So then I took cooking class. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't know this. So I worked at this restaurant called Culver's. Uh yeah, the butter burgers. The butter burgers. Oh my god! And actually, <laughs> I ain't gonna tell people which one, but there is that black on Culver's in Chicago. 
Really? I, I'm working on something special with them because COVID was my first job. I'm going to tell you off camera. Okay. Wh- which one it is. It's actually not too far from you. Yes. Yeah, but um, so I went to Culver's and uh, I just worked and that what groomed my personality from me being shy mm-hmm. to me being bubbly and warm like I am now. Um, but the reason I started this was because I started, I uh, went to this place called Italy. You know that place yeah, downtown? downtown? Like it made Mariano's look like a little boy. I went to this place. <laughs> And I noticed there wasn't a lot of black people there. Mm-mm. So I recorded myself. I was like, I'm going to record myself eating. So I'm there. I'm like, oh, you know. So then from there, I noticed something. I, I started, I woke up. I said, I'm going to post the video. I'm going to find music. So I found a free app. I found music, added on, and I uploaded it. A lot of my friends like, bro, this is your calling. Mm-hmm. So then um, a week later, I met this uh, young lady on Instagram, random. Never had met her before. Never talked to her. Her name was Rockford Eats. Um, I drove to Rockford, two hours away. Cause I God, got family in Rockford. Yeah, because like, God was, yeah, that, that drive was <laughs> not, not easy. But God was telling me, like, go, go. So I went to go visit her. We met at a restaurant. She showed me what to do, how to do it. Um, and she told me I needed an Instagram. And I said, I don't need a separate Instagram. I can do it under my personal page. Right. Wrong. Um, I so I started traveling. I went to like Florida. I mean, not Florida. I'm Houston and Memphis, and I noticed something. I was like, "Why aren't these people reposting my pictures when I go out to eat?" So then I started looking at the pages and looking at the people. They was only reposting um, white restaurants or white individuals. If they did post black post black restaurants, it was only in a white neighborhood. Right. So I said. I'm going to start a page where I highlight black restaurants only because they not reposting me. And I know my content was good. So I started Black People Eat uh, December 12, 2017. And I wasn't even going to start it because my, my mentor told me to start it. And I told him, I need a camera. I need this. You will I- talk yourself out of your own greatness thinking Ooh, you don't come- have... The Listen, that, I kid you. Yeah, I'll let you finish. I finish <laughs> no, you're right. So I almost talked myself out of it, and I listened to him, and I started the page. And three months later, on WGN. Four months later, Chicago Magazine, all from my phone. So I was just like, you know what, God, this is something that you have for me to do. So yeah, we we gonna get a little more. But that's what really inspired mm-hmm. me to start because they didn't promote African American restaurants. So. And that's to me, like, I'm not shocked when I hear, you know, the fact of, like, 2019 that that happens. But it's mm-hmm. still just one of those, like, seriously, like, we we still can't get it together. Um, have you had moments, and I know we're going to talk about this more in detail, but from that, have you had moments where, like, you know, uh, well, all people eat, you know, everyone <laughs> enjoys food. You know, it's just like, well, I'm talking about the black people and what we like to go or what we like to do. So how do you combat that if, like, now people might have something to say because clearly when you started out you was like well I was for everybody and I, I really wanted to you know be in Italy just along with you know the frugal gourmet and everybody else and y'all right. didn't want to have it so you know what's crazy oh wow you, you this would be the first time I share this I think I shared it privately last year okay when I first started black people East, maybe a week two week two, two or three weeks in I said maybe I'm making a wrong decision Maybe I need to do all people eat. <laughs> so, a lot of people don't know this. I actually changed my name. To all people to eat. To all people eat. Two weeks in. Two, three weeks in. And I felt so convicted. I'm going to tell you what made me change back. I changed my name to all people eat. 
um, a restaurant on 47 The King Drive called Peaches. Peaches, yes. Oh, <laughs> Hangover it. Wings? Right by the Mammoth Insurance Company? Ooh, like, yeah, yes, landmarks. Yes. <laughs> like, so let me tell you what happened. I had went there. This is the first video that I did. They was the first restaurant that ever reposted me. The day that they reposted me, I changed my name to All People Eat. Now, I was at my best friend crib. His name's Rob. I was at his crib, and I was showing him my Instagram. I'm like, yo, bro, this is what I'm about to do. And he's like, yo, this is going to blow up. Right. And as I'm showing him, I see a video of me, and I'm like, that's not my page. It was on Peach's page. And they put black people eats. So I was like, oh, snaps. I need to change this back because people are not going to be able to find me. And at the end, I was like, you know what? I need to see black people eat. I need to stick with black people eat because at the end of the day, to combat, when people say that, the fact that they have to say that breeds racism in itself. Yeah. So typically with something like that, I'll just be like, you know what? Uh, my page is for the entire community to support the black food community. Right. You know, so if you want to go get Italian food, you don't have to just go to Maggiano's, you know. You can go to a black-owned Italian spot like Truth. If you want to get some breakfast, you don't have to just go to Wildberry. You know, you can go to Batters and Berries or Lizzie J Cafe where I just left. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if Sweet you want to go to Sweet Maple. A lot of people don't even know Sweet Maple is black-owned. But, like, so, oh, yeah, we working with something with them, too. So, a lot of people, I had to, yeah. Yeah, I had to explain that to, like, my ERG because I, it was the first time ever, but I forced everyone to acknowledge Juneteenth in my job. And so all of, I'm the talent acquisition lead, so everyone took off. And I was like, no, we're going to a black home oh, restaurant. <laughs> and I'm like, we're going to Sweet Maples. And a lot of people didn't even realize that it's no black No pancakes? Ooh. Let me tell you something. No when the edges are crispy, no it's when I know I'm at the they right place. so big. Yeah. Oh, man, the pancakes are so good. But yeah, but that, that's how I typically can combat that. I just tell them, like, um, my business page is for the black food community, mm-hmm. but- um, it's really for the entire community to support the black food community. Just so we can have what I would call a seat at the table. You know, black restaurants, it's like, yeah, we're coming out the kitchen, but our plates are being served at the kitty table while other restaurants are at the high table. So my job for my company, what my team do is we're the large legs to fit the kitty table so they can be presented and pushed up to the main table. So when you choose in food options, you also will be able to see it's African-American restaurant and not just other cultures. I think that's super important. And especially like when we live in a world where it's like, it's um, it still is revolutionary to celebrate ourselves, you know, right. and to celebrate the entrepreneurship, especially when it's like when we're in these, you know, banking institutions or we're trying to explain, you know, no, I don't want to necessarily franchise a pot bellies, no shade to pot bellies or any other place. Like I want to start my own. Work. Well, you know, the air isn't going to be profitable. What's the return of investment? It's like all these hassles. And it's just like, that is equity. That's something that our community is based on. We mm-hmm. are literally the kings and queens of taking scraps and turning it into something that's savory. AKA soul food. Literally. Like, that is savory and beautiful. So I think that truly is the importance of your page to highlight that mm-hmm. on all levels. Um so I just, you know, even wanted to know when you're looking at yourself, you know, as a black man, that mm-hmm. this is a brand. Yeah, but it's also your business. So how did you really just go about, you know, developing the back end of it? Now I've seen like you, you making moves. You out here expanding, <laughs> using beignets one day. Oh, next, man, the next day, I'm going to see you like in Seattle. I'm getting ready to go to Phoenix, actually. <laughs> right? <I'm> actually- <laughs> 
<laughs> you gonna be in Phoenix with like some tacos and like you're like yo y'all. Oh man, so. Phoenix got some heat. But honestly, um, this is where I figured it out, and I'll just tell this to anybody. Um, I had to create a set of values for mm-hmm. the business. I think sometimes. Yes, we love what we do. We have fun. Right. You know, we love, like you love the joy has questions and asking. But at some point, we have to get around that person who's going to have operation mindset and say, okay, we need to strategize on how we can convert um, the side hustle, this passion we have, into a business. Right. Uh, I would say, like, honestly, I would, I would say a hobby without operations is not a business. It's just a, um, just a fun. So what I did was... I had a strategy, but my strategy first was my end goal is always impact the community through food, through my vision. Mm-hmm. Then I said, okay, what made me start thinking about the operation, somebody said, hey, I'm ready for my video to get posted. I was like, okay, we're posting in like three weeks. I got this much content. He's like, well, how much would it cost to, to get my stuff posted? Line. I was like, uh. Let me get, give me one moment. Give me one moment and I'm going to get back to let you. Let me contact my team. Right. So after that. Um, my operations and my accountant, um, I call her and I say, Hey, how, how, how can I set this up? So now I look at how much my value, how much is I'm worth. Then, so I said, okay, I'm going to, so let me tell you what my accountant did. Write out seven streams of income that you can make from your business. Mm. So I, I wrote it out, put it in a spreadsheet and I put all these little different segments. So I put like my Instagram, uh, my website, YouTube events i start putting all those things down then i will put okay within my instagram how do i want to get paid advertisement monthly retainers marketing so i start writing those things down for what could i do now so that's kind of how i really did the operation side Mm -hmm. so i said okay i want my instagram to do this so then i started to learn more but at first i wanted to just build my brand and through my brand then allow those things to come right then so from that and then once I launched a website, I think that really helped perpetuate me to launch a website. Because it was had, a home for every, it was the hub for now everyone to see everything. Yeah, so Joy is getting ready to go do some review, uh, some some interviews in Atlanta. Black People Eats has a database of every black restaurant in the world in Atlanta. Mm. So then I said, like, I, my frustrations created my business. Just like how I started Black People Eats Instagram, the website was, man, Joy and her girls want to go to Houston, but they don't have every black restaurant in one place. I'm going to be that hub, not just for Chicago, not just for Atlanta, right. not just for Houston, but for the entire world. So then that's why I create the, the, the website. So no, that's amazing. I think, um, you, and you highlighted on the fact, like without having the operations, without putting that pen to paper, I don't care if you're doing it on Google docs or mm-hmm. teams, whatever, it's just a hobby. It's just a dream. And it's something that it's not structured. And I, I say that all the time. You have to have your tenants. You have to have your model of, of what it is and how you can grow from that, you know, because mm-hmm. we live in a generation where sadly people will just look at the likes or look at the follower account and be like, oh, they balling. I'm like, you know what? That's, can, that's not success. Can I actually <laughs> like, interject right there? Before I talk about their likes, I was going to say what most of our generation is doing is they're building a house on sand. Yeah. Which means they build this house for one without a blueprint, which gives you the foundation and structure. Then they build in that house on on a, on a movable place. When you build something, you want to build it with a solid foundation. But before you do that, you need a solid plan. Right. You know what I mean? But when it comes to the likes and stuff, you know, it's so many people that reach out to say, how can we get likes and all that? But honestly, it's not about that. It's about 
impacting people in your community. When you do it with a pure, and not saying that like the likes make you unpure or something or right. impure or anything, but I, I can definitely attest to the fact like when I first started my brand, I was constantly hooked on the every day, like driving my cousin crazy, like two people unfollow me. What's going on? What are we mm-hmm. doing? She's like, so what? Like just keep putting out the content, just keep being consistent. And now the very thing that I used to be so conscious of, or like, I mean, if I get followers, cool. If they come, they go. I love having like people that support the brand, Mm -hmm. but the consistency is now what I'm known for. It's the fact, like, if I miss anything, I will have so many people, yo, where you at? You good? Like, what's going on? And so that's because people will notice, like, when you are continuously doing something and if you're building, like you said, your foundation on sand or if you're building it on a rock mass, me personally. I would like a rock mask, but that's yeah, just you want that good. But check this out. Here's the actually the interesting thing. The reason a lot of people are caught up on likes because it's like a fake report that I can give to Joy has questions. So now Joy has questions want to pay me because I'm generating these likes mm-hmm. and these and all this stuff. But what they gonna do when all that go away? Exactly. When when it when it comes to pure content, that's why I like your or model, talent and capability. Yeah, because. Now we're talking about adding value. Right. Like me and you was just talking about value with each other off camera before this. So think about how many people can't do that. If your your business model cannot only function one way, it has to have another way. And I don't think a lot of people understand like the likes and all that. Like it's cool. It's good. But the reason they want it is to get sponsorship dollars and all that. But once the Instagram, they're already changing their analytics on all that. They are. It's, it doesn't reach all of your organic followers anyway. So... You actually got to end up like my three pillars when I started my company was consistency, authenticity, and emotional stability. So the reason you say that is consistency keeps you going when you feel like giving up. Exactly. You know them days when Joy had questions first started, when Black People East first started, we was like, huh, man, I don't feel like and, posting and, and I don't feel like posting. Is this the it. right idea? Is this the right thing? So consistency keeps you going mm-hmm. and it helps you build structure. Um, authenticity helps you stay true to who you are. Your, your why is it's you being real and being honorable, like no BS. And then emotional stability, when somebody come to you and say, Joy, I don't think you're supposed to be doing this. Or I don't think black people eats is going to grow as fast because you're only focused on black restaurants. So the emotional stability piece helps you stay stabilized in who you are emotionally as a human. So when people tell you it's a bad idea and you know it's a vision from God, you don't mm-hmm. give up. I think that's the thing of how you know if it's truly your passion, mm. because even when there have been moments where it's like, I'm just like, look, I'm done. I'm tired. I don't feel like doing this. It truly is something inside of me. It's like, I can't just fully give it up, you right. know, because yeah. I am invested, not just because it's something like, oh, it's fun. Or I get invited to events or I get to stand on couches and pop bottles. Like it's, it's not that like it's based on the fact that this is my form of protest to empower my community mm-hmm. to find power in their own voice and to go pursue their dreams. Right, because when you talk about now, you're talking about empowering the community, that really pushes from an economic standpoint. Yeah. So uh, uh, I don't think we understand, like, if I want to change my community, right, if I'm posting a restaurant, let's say 100 people, like, I may post something and 100 people go that day. That 100 times, you know, $10, that's $1,000. That's just another $1,000 we just gave to a black restaurant. That black restaurant, that's out of 10, stays in that community. Right. They're going to shop in that community. They're going to give stuff to the community. They're going to pay their employees who live in the local community. So when we don't feed our community, we're taking the money away economically. And that's why 
when all this stuff is happening in Chicago with the land, we can't buy land. Oh. Because we, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. That, because look, I have started down that road. I'm just like, this is worse than like Illuminati rumors. Like, I don't even know who to start to talk. It, it's, yeah, that's a whole nother Right, like, headache. when I'm doing these reviews when I first started, because I've been doing it about a year and a half now, my two-year anniversary of December. Yay! I'm, yay, excited. <laughs> and I noticed, like, the shift of how many African-Americans now are leaving from, like, the South Side, uh, like, are leaving Chicago area, mm-hmm. and I see the shift. And we're not supporting our own restaurants. There's a, uh, uh, this restaurant says close. It's because we don't support them. I'm not saying like you gotta go to them all the time, but most of the time you do need to you you need to let your child or your daughter, uh, your son or your daughter see like you know this is an African American restaurant. They actually grow their own vegetables. Like I mean, like look, we we down the street from a black restaurant. I'm getting ready to from, go to after yes. this, you know. So we need to show restaurants you know that I, I don't i don't think we we do a good job at showing our community and that's my why we don't do a good job at showing our community these are black businesses in the area black mm-hmm. hairdressers black uh sweaters black house shoes black carpets like we don't do a good job at that and that's or, why what you're doing is so important you know i think thank you and i think also just showing or highlighting because i see so many times like oh the customers i ain't never going there again you know and it's just like but you will shop at Gucci 30 different ways from Sunday. I will see you in H&M no matter how many times they call us the coolest monkeys in the zoo. I will see right. you shopping at all these other big brands that are doing actually more harm than good in terms of helping us They that are not invested in giving equity into our community. And then on top of it, have no problem keeping it that way. Mm-hmm. But the one time somebody forgot your buffalo ranch sauce, now you are willing to write the review from hell and completely just, you know, tank or, you know, put the energy out there that could potentially tank a business or a black-owned business. And you, you know what's crazy? How about this? Uh, <laughs> that's funny. So it, my business, my concept is we don't promote any negative reviews. Right. So if I go to a restaurant and I do experience something bad, I only post what I like. Right, so if you gonna make me five cakes and only like two, I'm only gonna post video two because we deal with so much negativity. You'll be shocked at how many people send us messages and say, "We ain't gonna post a negative review." When you will be shocked at how many people. But even when you think about this, me and you gonna go get some food and we're mad because we they forgot ranch. Right, like because Hidden life- Valley just went out of business yesterday. That's like, a black staple. If you don't have ranch in your home, I'm questioning your upbringing. Right. Like, I'm so, looking at you so, so think about it like this. Me and you going to be max. They this this waiter forgot us ranch. Right. Uh, is life that serious where we get upset cuz we we got we they forgot our extra pickles? Or I, I really do try and take into con- and I I love the fact that you're actually explaining that, you know, again, like possibly something that someone wouldn't readily know about your brand or your business the fact that you won't post anything Mm -hmm. negative i think that's we have so much of that going on in the world when it comes to blackness on all aspects of our lives or our our, or just our humanity Mm -hmm. that it's like why do something that is also going to tear one another down now if you want to have that private conversation be like Mm -hmm. yo bros have look or look sis this is what i love but Humbly just accept my opinions of how you can even be better. Right. That, to me, is truly constructive criticism where it's like, yo, I'm not no hater. I'm not trying to, you know, mess up your business. But at the same time, I want to make sure that you know how to better yourself. Right. Do you know how dangerous it would be if I said, don't go to Joy's restaurant. <laughs> she got burnt pie. That's dangerous. Yeah. 
the fact that that voice is that powerful to make you go out of bit that's dangerous and just to see like we i think there's a lot of things that we have to do uh, as a as a group of people, and that's why like I'm only promoting positivity. I'm mm-hmm. only promoting our team is gonna be very it's very I, I, like my team. We're very anal on that. No negative stuff. We deal with too much. So, we come from too much to 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 be negative. We definitely do, and it. I mean, it's also tied into just our psyche of like it does make us kind of angry and hard at times. So it, I know I conscientiously have to think about fighting that a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but even shifting gears a little bit because like you constantly seem like you are on the go. Even to, like he was like, "Look, I got church. We gonna hit this up afterward. I will be here, but just know, hey, man. I, I told her I was like, you know what? I'm making this happen for you on a Sunday. I don't do a lot of stuff on Sunday because okay. I, I am in ministry. A lot of people know I am in ministry. I play musician at my church. What I instrument? Pl- I play piano. Oh snap! Okay, yeah, I, I see piano, John Legend. I <laughs> I've been playing piano since I was six. Um, I actually does do prayer every Mondays uh, for uh, individual prayer requests for people, and I do like just corporate prayers. Prayers. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm in the ministry. I was like, but you know what? I was like. We doing this this Sunday for you. Thank I you. I got you. So like you in that circle. It ain't too many people. I'm doing, <laughs> it ain't too many people. I'm doing stuff on a Sunday. So well, I was like, respect. Yeah, yeah. Respect. I, I, so got, I, I got thank you. Thank you. Um, but no. So even shifting gears with that, how do you, you know, balance the fact that like you're a young man, you still have a personal life. Like obviously, you don't want to take too much time off because it's like, look, I'm trying to like really build my business, and every year we got new goals that we're trying to accomplish. But how do you balance like the personal with the professional? Like clearly. I'm pretty sure if you miss too many Sundays, your mom's like, okay, so are you not coming back to this home? Like, what's good with you? <laughs> you know, so how does that work? Honestly, um, one, one, one scripture that I always keep in mind is that uh, the race is not given to the swift, but those who endures. Mm-hmm. I think with a lot of us, our generation, the reason we push so hard is because we're trying to get, get, get there, get there, get there, get there. And we get there and we burned out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There like, are no more midlife crisis. These boys are starting like now. Like yeah. 25, it's like, look, I need to sit down somewhere. Right. And a lot of people know, I'm, so I'm 27 years old. So um, one thing, when you look at the beginning uh, in the Bible, when you look at how God created him, Adam, and he gave dominion, mm-hmm. right? So he said, let us make man our own image and let them have rulership. And he gave them dominion. So what? one day I was reading that and I got a new revelation. I said, God created, then delegated. So I was like, if God did this, it's our job to do this. So as me and you, as creators, our job is to create something, delegate, and give authority to a person that can handle the capacity. Is this, okay, you are giving work. Like, I'm you know what I'm saying? Like- and then, guess what? <laughs> and by that person living it in that purpose, mm-hmm. God sends them a what? Helper. helper. And a helper is somebody who's strong, just as strong or stronger, to help fulfill Vision, Jasmine. I want organs in this section. Like if you can, <laughs> if you can find like a crescendo, <laughs> like, but, or but, like a never would have made it clip, never like would have made it in the so, background. <laughs> but but what I realized was God created then delegated. So our mm-hmm. job is to create. Joy has questions. Create black people eats. Build a team. Execute. Right. And let the team carry out. Because we are only can grow. Um, one of us, well, what I heard John Maxwell say, he said, uh, one of us is not as strong as all of us. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's it's it, ten thousand black men named George. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, the whole so, movement happens. So. Uh, like imagine, like you know what I'm saying? Like imagine if if so so like um so one thing I said was, and it's what a lot of people don't do. A lot of us are entrepreneurs because we don't like nobody telling us what to do. Yeah, I'm I fail miserably. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's because oh, I don't Joy, that's my manager. She I don't like the fact that she's telling me a job. So a lot of us, we don't like accountability mm-hmm. and all that. So what I realized is, I said, God, what I'm doing is bigger than me. It's not about me. I am the manager of the vision you gave me. This mm-hmm. can be, anybody can be this. I said, so if this is your will for my life, send me a team. That is in alignment with A it. day, next day, my friend, Jai, my friend from, um, I, f- I forgot what city she's in. She's in Dallas now. Uh, at the time, she was in Oregon. She said, God told me to serve you. Whoa. <laughs> Next day. Then, I know finance. I got a degree in finance. So then I said, well, I know it, but I want to I wanna get somebody who do county. Week later. Jeremy, you didn't know? I work for the IRS. I do all day. I just want a billion dollar award. Week later. Man. I got a That's friend. a testimony. Week later, I got a friend who works for a large beverage company. Oh yeah, I do marketing. I can't. I can show you what to do. So everything is was moving in alignment. Everything was in alignment, and my job was not to be controlling, but to say, "Here is the vision." You want people on your. I don't know why I'm saying it, but you want people on your team that doesn't serve you, that serves your vision. Because mm-hmm. when they serve your vision, I'm not gonna get mad at you when you tell me, Jeremy, you set up this mic, it don't sound right. I'm not gonna get mad because I'm doing this. For joy has questions, not joy. Right. And so my goal was to create a vision, which I did. Then I prayed for a team and then gave delegation to that team so they can carry out the task. I think also, though, the big piece, and definitely hear everything that you're putting down, but I think also the piece of what is so important is you moved in harmony with what you asked for. Mm-hmm. You can't sit idle. Like, I say this all the time, like, God is not Aladdin. He ain't the genie. He ain't <laughs> the saint of barber, you know, like, do, 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 do. Like, that's not how that works. Oh, he ain't the sugar. He ain't the uh, nah, lollipop. You, you, lollipops from heaven. You, you can't call him and be like, daddy, I need like $20. That's not how that works. And so you have to be moving in alignment with what you just asked for. And I think that also, like, at times, that really proves, like, how bad do you want it? Because a lot of people... Look, I want to be fit. I want to be, but girl, look, the six piece ain't necessarily gonna get you there. Are you gonna do these squats? Are you gonna do these crunch? Are you just gonna walk around the track? Like just anything that starts you in a forward path or direction. And it's the same thing in terms of if you want to break these generational curses, if you want to provide equity in your communities, mm-hmm. if you yourself want to be, you know, um, a leader or looked upon as a thought leader for whatever it is that you are investing in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that to me is like the other piece of like you were working in harmony with and not just being like, man, I just, I want a popping platform. Um, you ready for this? <laughs> I'm do this up. Now, this is my wallet. So I want this back. Let me tell you what I learned. I'll tell you what I learned. When you, when I do this, now check this out. When I do that, right? You felt the impact of what I threw at you, but you didn't receive it fully because you weren't in position to catch it. Right. So what a lot of people do is they, they ask for stuff, but they don't position themselves to receive to catch. So here's mm-hmm. the thing. If I say, God, I want you to send me a team, right? You know that, that, that scripture says he'll open out a, a window and pour you out a blessing. But here's the thing. The only way to receive what you ask for is to position yourself. Right. If not, 
You'll feel the impact of what I threw at you, but you won't receive what I threw at you because you won't didn't position yourself to catch it. Right. So it's all when you talk about harmonious, you gotta be ready when you say take me to the next level and that okay so even when it comes to that and that's the one thing that has always i've seen and even in businesses especially in Mm -hmm. the social media age right you'll find these people like i just want to go viral i want to go viral i'm like when even if it's i don't care if it's a t-shirt line if you're making fidget spinners Mm -hmm. if you got the new hair clip with like the customizable names whatever it is if you're not prepared for it you will have all the demand in the world. If you don't have the supply, you just wasted an opportunity. And exactly. you just wasted everybody's time. And now you've also just done, you know, maybe intangible or not intangible, but you've just done irreversible damage to yourself that now you now have to try and build back from. Right. Because you're like, well, I remember that one time when now she didn't have nothing for me. So why am I going to go back? But you know what? Some people focus their whole life trying to be an overnight success. But what, what is an overnight success when you're a private failure? Like, you know how many people try to, like, how did you get so many followers? I'm like, honestly, I never cared about it. Right. I only cared about the people. I didn't care about my followers. And because I didn't care, I grew. But I never cared about it. And it's always funny when people are like, I won't follow. I'm like, yo, that means nothing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, to your point, like, there just had to be a point where we, we, we have to... Focus on being intentional about growth, not going viral. Yeah. Like, is it possible to go viral? Yes. But when you go viral, is it going to sustain you? It's a fleeting thing. And that's the one thing that I really want to see more of, not only just with our own generation, but Mm -hmm. even the ones coming up after us. Like, I see so many of my babies, like I have a mentorship program, but I see so many of them that are leveraging, you know, technology and an amazing way and don't even realize like yo what you're doing is seo you know you're doing search engine optimization right now Mm -hmm. like your hashtag game like that's drilling down to your target audience and figuring out who you want to talk to or you know who will be in line with your messaging like but it just amazes me it's like you have the fundamentals right there and if you would just focus on the fundamentals everything else will fall into place you know so we can do this all day. Man, I'm we like, can. I'm like, this, hey, this a word. Um, <laughs> but definitely even outside of that, I did want to ask you this because one of my favorite episodes of the Boondocks, rest in peace, John Witherspoon pops oh, forever. God, Grandpa, pops. you know. Um, well, one of my favorite episodes was based on soul food. You know, Huey and Riley was like, they was going to this restaurant. Everybody's getting itis. It was unhealthy food. What would you say? How do you balance the beauty <laughs> I'm done. That was messing I'm not gonna lie. I just went to pan. I've been working out. I'm super proud of myself. Like seventy days, I have not had pancake house, and Ooh. today I went at it. Yeah, I deserve. I appreciate your stomach. Like, girl, what you doing? I mean, kind of, but still, it was just like I needed a pancake in my life. I deserve. But my question for you is, how do you balance, you know, the fact that with so much that happens health wise in our community, mm-hmm. if somebody then was like, well, you're, you're, you know, perpetuating or you know, an unhealthy lifestyle mm-hmm. or. Um, you know, that basically might be a naysayer based on the fact of like we do have so much health concerns also within our community. Right. So actually what I would tell that person is, do you eat all this other fast food? Because if you do, you're pushing the agenda more. I think a lot of people sometimes just like to just be pessimists. Uh, they just like to point out negative. So mm-hmm. um, actually a lot of people do reach out to us like, how do you stay in shape? 
you eating all this food. So I tell him, I drink a gallon of water every day. Okay. A gallon. You got to come through, Skin. Like- yeah, like a gallon of water every, <laughs> every day. You feel um Outside of that, I work out three to four days out the week. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, me, uh, I went live with my trainer. Um, I, I I was on my Instagram, so uh, I was over it. So I went live with my trainer, and she was give, giving away people feedback, what to eat, low carb items, um, like protein, mm-hmm. like different things you could take. Um, so I used to date a vegan, um, like for three on and off for like three years when I was in college. So her and her family actually kind of showed me a lot about eating and things like that. But when you go to a lot of these black restaurants, a lot of the food today they're giving you fresh products, but you complain because it costs so much. But then, you know, my grandma lived to be 100, and she from the South, and wow. she was uh, eating pork. I don't even eat pork. She was eating pork, a fat, grease, all that stuff. She was skinny and healthy. Right. So I just think it's really in moderation. Everything you do has to be in moderation. Uh, but at the end of the day, as long as you moderate, I know some unhealthy vegans. I mean, you can be a fat vegetarian. Like, if you're eating a bunch of perver- uh, preservative, processed-filled foods, like... Yeah, vegan got processed food too. Like I'm you just, have to be careful with that. Soy I, everything is not the way. I know a lady that got her over ovarian cancer from vegan food. Wow. So what a lot of people don't know is a lot of vegan food, um, depending on if it, what what type of vegan food, it has estrogen levels. It increases the estrogen levels in women, which causes more cancer cells. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I always tell it's people it's about balance. It's about balance, but you also got to drink a lot of water. And it's be, it might be a little weird, but you really supposed to take a dump after every meal you eat. You should. No. And I, I don't, like, is it the easiest conversation? You're like, oh, that's grow, grow up. It, it is true. If you're not meal, having a bowel movement, you're doing after something every incorrectly. Meal, then what's happening is, from what I was uh, understood, your stomach is being stored. I mean, your stomach, the food is being stored in here. It's not breaking down. It's not leaving. Right. So, like... Like, when I did have a big belly, it was just food. <laughs> and once I, like, changed my diet, all that went away. Right. So, drink a lot of water, eat in moderation, moderation, and don't eat real late past seven. And really, it's a lot of sweets. That's really what it is. Because like, I can eat eight, ten, nine cookies right now. Just Let me tell you something. I you put cookies. those Archway Lemon Frosted Cookies in front of me, or the oatmeal ones with the icing on top. Oh. The one, the Matt cookies from the Bozo show that they always be like, oh, Matt's cookies. You do that, it's a wrap. Like, right. That's so, the only time I'm going to just cut the and up. And, and that's why, like, yeah. Um, but also, during the week, uh, I try to eat a lot of plant-based diets, a lot of okay. salads, waters, fruits. And then I also try to make sure, like, I don't eat real late. Okay. Uh, switch it up. No, and that's definitely a plus because I think also – on one aspect, people might make these because they're looking at your page and every. I'm like, dang, he out here just living his best life. He got crab boils <laughs> and he over here at Cleo's Ooh, and yo. he smashed. Let me tell you something, Cleo's. I'm trying Cleo's. to get Chrissy's on the show now. Listen, I love Chef Chris. Chef Chris is amazing. She's a sweetheart. This girl made me. What, what did she give me that one time? I don't know, but I just had that salmon mashed potato mac combo. Oh, you got to try salmon and grits. The salmon is made with a mango habanero sauce. That's the sauce oh, I had with mine. You talking about heaven in the bowl? And then them rolls, the little the honey, honey butter, butter muffins. Uh, girl, <laughs> that muffin is a no. I literally went to her auntie and was like, yo, so just put two more in the bag because I'm taking those home. That was dessert. At that, first, I was That roll, yo, yeah. 
But even See, I love food. I can talk about food all day. I love food. <laughs> but I think even, you know, focusing with your, you know, platform, it also highlights another aspect because when I went with like one of my really good friends mm-hmm. is in advertising, he was just like, first off, I didn't even know this spot was here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. see? Like I actually wound up going to her restaurant the day it opened. I technically am her first customer ever. Oh, so you went. Oh, yeah. Yes, I got the t-shirt and everything. I've been supporting. And the thing that I loved the most, and I remember I told her on this, I was like, your restaurant or this restaurant, especially being in Bronzeville, historically black community, Mm -hmm. also looking at her story and how like she was catering for six years, saving up her money to do it. But what I loved the most was everyone who worked there, especially that day or even after, is her family. Mm-hmm. We can do amazing things within our community if we could just get past our trauma and work together. Oh, because we could just end this interview right certainly. now. Because people don't want to. Oh, and How restaurants, truck driving businesses. What I don't care if you want to. Cousin TT got the barbershop. I got the beauty salon. Auntie so-and-so got like the marketing, whatever. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times we will block our own blessings and block our own um, financial stability. But where did that come from? I'm sorry. Like, you had juice this whole time. You want to try it? No. (laughs) You want to try it? We'd be like, old school, you can take it off the top. So this, actually, I got this from a restaurant that I just left before I came here. (laughs) I didn't see it though. You want to What Look, is it? Real lab, strawberry lemonade. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> I was like, fresh lab review on camera. <laughs> okay, Why are we doing the interview? It's strawberry, maple scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like super sweet. This is not super sweet. You, Where is you, it? you can have some. I, I, I let you kill it. Mm-mm. You can you can have some. Just treat yourself. That was good. I, I, I'm gonna show you some pictures. It's a new restaurant that's getting ready to open. Oh, getting ready to open. Yeah. He was like, this at new, new, new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't even here yet. Okay. Let me share something with you that's interesting. We talked about, I'm over here, you over there. Two months in. See, yep. Or I reached out to somebody. I'm not even, I don't, I don't put people on blast. I reached out to someone and I asked them, I'm new. I want you to just show me the game. No. Oh, our community. I'm like, wow, that's that's it. Um, was it was there a reasoning behind the no? I mean, not like it would have mattered, but I want to hear what was they, the their reasoning was. I'm like, man, I would love to like reach out to you. I want to take you out so I could just talk. Give some advice you have for me. Mm-hmm. No, it's like the corporate thing that we know. The corporate thing, right? Told me no, and I was like, if you got a question, you can just ask me here. And I was like, wow. Who That's hurt crazy. you is my first oh, one. I didn't even do nothing, right? <laughs> right. This person been doing social media for three years. Yep. My first question would have been like, well, so, who hurt you? Dang. Oh. So this is February. Now, August. This is August. This is So now I'm eight months in. A restaurant. I reached out to a restaurant. So I was like, hey, I love to come. I never did a restaurant like you before. Blah, 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 blah. Well, at the time in August, so I'm eight months in, I have 3,000 followers. They was like, well, you got 3,000 followers. I have 8,000. So I have 5,000 more than you. But you can come. We can see how it goes. Corporate has taught me how to read through people's language. Mm-hmm. There's a language that people talk, an undertone. You know? So that was August. July, August, September, October, November. Three months later, I was at 10,000. They... One of the people who told me no reached back out and asked me to promote something to all my restaurants. So I the think the same person who told me no wanted me to do something for them. 
So here's the thing. Ain't that crazy? It's, it's not it's though. Just sad. It's sad that so there are certain people that I meet. Now I, I do believe that you can't just help everybody because if you helping everybody, you ain't got none for you. Oh no, you can't pour from an empty But cup. but when but when I, I had to realize I was like, okay, God gave me a vision, and my vision is to help other people. Now to some people, you can't. It's like you know when you know when you're supposed to help somebody. And so what I learned now, I didn't take it personal. I was still nice to them, even though I know they dogged me. But what, what the thing was, I didn't take it personal. Because what I, you also got to realize, too, is when you start a business, some people won't help you till they see you have value, too. And, I, and that's just being honest. Like, imagine if I just started and I say, hey, I want to be on Joy Has Questions. Joy Has Questions has a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Got a couple of hundred, like uh, about 10, almost 10,000 on yeah. Instagram. So, like, imagine if I just sent you a message and I only had like three followers and I Can just I- started. I will say this, though, and I know, like, you're saying theoretically, but mm-hmm. because I, too, have had situations like that happen, and even when I was starting and writing it out, I knew where, like, joy, and it's still growing, right? But I knew where I wanted it to go, but I remember telling myself, like, I don't care where anyone else is. If they ask me a question, if they do something, I'm going to help them, mm-hmm. because I had had someone that, honestly, I'm not going to say names. Because <laughs> like she had to talk me <laughs> off a ledge. Like all the Chicago and me came out. And I was like, who the hell does she think she is? And I was just don't, like, don't, like, calm don't down. Yeah, like, you know, it'd be like, we, we turn from our wicked ways. We ain't gonna go there today. Right. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna go there today. <laughs> and so what happened though was I remember though what it, it taught me was mm-hmm. if anyone else behind me wants help or you know, trying to make a point or whatever. To just help them. Right. Because the fact of the matter is, Especially I didn't when get they got to... a good spirit and they, they approach you like, hey, Joy, I really would like to help. Or it was just, I get so many DMs, you know, just for simple things, just mm-hmm. in terms of like, hey, can you tell me like, your clothes are always so great. Like, what, what do you do? Because a lot of times, like, I can only speak for my brand, but people assume that I'm just a lifestyle brand. And so the thing is, it's not until they start talking and they're just like, oh, she is opinionated. She's, a, you know, kind of like revolutionary. I always make the joke, I'm more excited than I am Coretta. Shout out to both queens. But I definitely am more like, no, I am to the left. Everyone marched down the street in front of the police station. And so I think that's something that, no matter what the question is, I'm always just going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. I think at the same time, though, I am very, the older I get to, I am very big on protecting my peace. And so the thing is, and protecting my energy and my space. And I probably, I don't know, to be quite honest, what I would have done in that situation. Mm-hmm. I know, like the scriptures say, keep repaying, you know, don't repay evil for evil, but keep repaying it with good. And that's great. But I think I probably would have just been in that moment of like, Thank you for your time. You know, let's see if a couple months, if we can reconvene, right. maybe now might be a good time. But I appreciate you, you know, coming back. Because sometimes you don't have to bring back up the situation. They know just like you know. Like, it's, it's one of those things yeah. of like, they, they didn't they forget. Knew. They, they didn't. knew. So, so, like, even then, so, like, there's some people reaching out, like, hey, I would like your help. I want to be a blogger and stuff. So, in the beginning, I was like, yeah. He goes, my number, call me, I'm going to mm-hmm. help you. Man, you be on the phone with them giving them all advice and they don't do it. Right. So. Follow through. We were talking about that. You got to have me. it. So if I do help somebody now, I'd be like, I need to see them do something at least 90 days. You do something for at least three months every day. You invest it. You invest it. People, think about this. 
This weekend, you spent grinding on Joy Has Questions, hasn't you? I did. Okay. <laughs> there go my, my board. I, I left. Let me see. Because you probably was up all day grinding, making moves. Last, last night, uh, yesterday, I left my house at, what time did I leave? Like 8 a.m. I didn't get home till like midnight. Mm-hmm. Working on Black People Eats. On the phone with my team. People want to have what we have, but don't want to put in the work. Everybody want to be famous. Don't nobody want to put the People work don't want to put in the work. My first six months of Black People Eats, I posted twice a day. Mine was every day. Like, when not not a five-day work period. Every day. Right. For a year. And people, but here it is. I want what you have. But then when you meet me and you say, hey, I, I, uh, how, how, how can I do this? Well, post every day. Every day? Man. And mind you, people don't know. I don't know, like, you know, being on IG, we know, like, it was, this is before they rolled out for me, at least, IG Live, like. Yeah. There was, there's so much that goes into a minute worth of content. People really think that it's just, like, those 60 seconds. Like, nah, it's, it's bigger than that. You got to think about what you are going to talk about. My, you know, you're pulling research, you know, for your talking points or, to, you know, make sure that you're balancing the personableness with the actual facts. Like, it's Editing. not. Right. <laughs> then you got to edit. No, you got to edit all Bisco, the stuff. Canva, YouTube. It's like, it Yo, is a lot. And, and we ain't even talking about if you don't got a team. Well, when you got a team, oh, when you first started, it's just... It's just joy, or it's just cheering. My team was Jasmine looking at me, like, "So you doing it today?" (laughs) So, like a lot of people, man, you got to be willing to put in the work. That's what I realized. We got to be really, really be really, really be ready to put in the work. And a lot of people aren't, and that's why I I got a saying: If you don't milk the cow while it's in your barn, you ain't gonna have no milk later. Mm -mm. The cow is so wet right now, and we don't want to milk it because we too lazy. I think that's the thing, like, I am blessed to say, like, I grew up in a household where it's like, you worked hard, like, mm-hmm. and that's also why I love the block that I grew up on so much, because the reason why I had such a sense of pride in it is because in the wintertime, I helped shovel snow. In the summertime, I helped put what? in flowers and tulips. I had she had a, her not- timelines, y'all. I, <laughs> I was I have was wiping down people's cars in the morning on weekends or in the summertime, like mm. I, you know, made twenty dollars by, you know, sweeping steps and everything. But I just came from a household of you will work and you will put the work in. Mm. Like you will not be just blindly given anything. Yes, I it I don't know if being an only child is considered a blessing. But the fact of the matter is, like, I had certain resources that I didn't have to share, which mm-hmm. was a plus. But I still was in a in a situation where it's like, no, me and your dad are providing this, but you still going to, like, earn your key. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that now there's a, a blind entitlement for no work that I don't understand. And it's, to be quite honest, it's not even... I think millennials or centennials as well, we get a bad reputation. But I see this now kind of cross-generationally. Like, Mm -hmm. I see some Gen Xers that just want you to kiss the ring. And I'm like, I don't know why. Like, But see, the difference is, well, us millennials, we just come in knocking down walls. Like, all right, there's a better way to do this. But I was just having this conversation the other day. I think we're so ambitious just because... We don't want to be held accountable for nothing. We want to be our own leaders of our own lives. We don't 
don't even want nobody to tell us what to do. When's the last time you heard somebody say, I spent 40 years at a job? What millennial do you think is about yeah, to that say that? That ain't happening, man. Not nowadays. Like the, I, I'm at the point now where I talk. It's it's almost like standard. I expect to talk to somebody in, my age, in our age range that also is working on something outside of their job. Right. And like, it is a standard. I'm an analyst by day. By mm-hmm. night, I am a fine artist. I do digital marketing by day by night i got my podcast and blog and events you know mm-hmm. like i don't know anybody for the most part that ain't on that grind but what i always tell people always do it for a vision not for an ego because if you don't do it for a vision like you was telling me why you want to do this mm-hmm. and that will carry joy has questions to another level a lot of people don't know the reason we pierce through the walls it's because it's not about us. Yeah. It's not about the glamour. Man, how many of them people we seen actually network with each other at that Facebook event? A lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it was people really there, like, connecting. Mm-hmm. It was people there, like... I actually saw people from my network. I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, you made it. Right. <laughs> like, you know? And then, like, even me and you was just chopping it up. And it was just so natural. So, like, if we can do that at a larger scale, man, we would, we would really grow. And I, I think that's why... Like, I'm here. Black people, East is just the beginning for me. Right. And I definitely get that vibe from you. Like, I know. I'm going to see you, like, five years from now. You're going to be having, like, all type of awards and just really oh, being man, I appreciate uh, that. No, I think that's the thing. Like, good, I, I really do feel like good people are rewarded. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing it for something bigger than just the 650 matte black, you know, BMW, mm-hmm. then that's really... Sorry. She's laughing. Because <laughs> you know that's my dream car. <laughs> like, but, hey, but, but when you do it for something bigger than self, that's really what makes those intangible differences. And it's funny, I'm reading your wall. And oh, yeah. Just really, I did that. It really oh. just, just just touching me. It says your attitude determines your directions. And I don't think a lot of people really realize, oh, we could talk more about how your attitude, the, the inward feeling of the outward expression, how that manifests your impact of your business yeah, and what you do is bigger than just a business. It's bigger than this. Like black people is just the beginning for me. Mm-hmm. My, like my goal is to impact the new generational leaders. Yes. To show them like everything I, that gave it to me, God gave it to me. And it comes to vision. It comes to focus. It comes to self-discipline. Like we got, you know how much we got to sacrifice as any leader who's listening right now. If you're not willing to sacrifice a weekend, your money that you like to go shopping, your money that you like to travel, your money that you like to like spend out, or do whatever you do, you're not willing to sacrifice that for your business, you are not ready. Let me tell you something. Like time. Man, sometimes you got to sacrifice relationships. It's so much stuff you got to sacrifice when you're building a brand, mm-hmm. and a lot of people ain't ready. So my goal, God has created me to help people. Get ready to live in a purpose. I, Black people East is just the beginning. People have <laughs> no idea. What's up, Yesley? They have no idea. Um, yeah. I'm no. I cannot tell you like how inspired I've been um, talking to you. I think definitely. I mean, I don't have to tell, keep at it. No, like I can't wait to see what you do next mm-hmm. in regards to. Because- oh, well, you gonna be interviewing me? So. <laughs> Yeah. Ain't going nowhere. Claim it. Yeah, you ain't going nowhere. We gonna put um, the atmosphere. But I definitely have enjoyed like having you on on the show today. I will definitely put out if you want to tell the people like your handles as well. But I'm like, you already know I'm gonna put up Black People Eat. Thank you um, to to promote that. Um, but yeah, I cannot thank you enough for being on the show and for really sharing your knowledge. I'm not even gonna lie. 
I wrote this man 10 questions. I never really diverge from my uh-huh. structure, <laughs> what we're going to talk about. How to, and I'm sitting there like, well, between this and the benediction that Tyler Perry gave at Whitney Houston's funeral, like, which I still replay sometimes, I feel it. covered. So uh, thank you so much for being on the show. And if there's any other way that I can help, definitely let me know. Yes, thank you. Man, I just want to say thank you for having me. I really like what you do, even when we was talking like before the camera. Just how natural you was. And thank you. I really see your passion in this. And like, God has definitely got some more stuff for Joy Has Questions. Like, this is just the beginning. Yeah. It's I'm, just yes. just the beginning for you, that. and um, thank you for having me. For everybody out there, uh, the social handles, Instagram and Facebook, Black People East. I yes. just started my YouTube channel, Black People East TV. So like a full uh, food blog, blog or what I call a vlog, like any of that stuff, <laughs> all that fun stuff. So um, thank you guys for following me. Oh, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. It was fun, Yay. y'all. This girl is a great like a great host. She got can't the man. This place smells so good. The carpet is comfortable. The the chair is making me want to go to sleep. Good, like amazing host, and she has a hundred percent like serving hood. Like thank you. This is what it means to serve and have a good. She carries the spirit of excellence, not perfection. Excellence. Make sure everything is right. So yeah, this girl is going somewhere, y'all. I'm excited. I'm excited. So when we both get to the platform, maybe we'll have another interview when she like have her own TV show. This is going to be like the Super Soul Sunday where it's like, so we're in my vineyard. Like, yeah. No, next through. time. Next time we're going to do, we're going to do it as we're doing a review. Yes. That's going to be dope. dope. We can I'm do it at a restaurant. That. I'm down. Yeah. You heard this. Yeah. <laughs> right. I got to. Just tell me what you like to eat. Maybe we can do it at Cleo's. Oh, actually. Chrissy. Yeah. Shout out Chris. Chef Chris, I'm gonna call you and tell you we need to do this uh, review. Heck yeah, I uh, am all the way here. We for call it. the podcast food, <laughs> food and podcasting. Yes, <laughs> copyright that. Do it. Podcast. All right, um, but oh, now real quick, oh, yeah, sure. Make sure if you're a business, only your name. Oh yeah. Black people eat is fairly trademarked. Let me tell you what happened. Um, I'm in a hundred black men, and. A guy that I know named Corey Mays and Rendell Solomon had told me to get my name trademarked. Now, Corey Mays, he does a lot of traveling. He's in a lot of cities. And he told me, you need to get your name trademarked because a lot of people are saying, like, talking about you and good. And my name started floating in other cities. So, entrepreneurs, leaders, own your name. Definitely. If you don't own your name, somebody else will. Two people close to me had a dream that a, um, a white man trademark my name oh god that's a nightmare <laughs> like, trademark my name and i was disappointed but i couldn't do nothing because they legally took care of it first yeah and after that guess what i did I filed you woke a, up it was like I, so i'm I woke not gonna up, call my father <laughs> me and him filed a trademark four months later they got approved people tried to say i got the wrong trademarks they're like it don't take that long god hands on it it got approved in four months yes that's a blessing so no and even then that's that's definitely keys yeah like hey piece of advice on your name equity but no um i definitely will be back guys next week i'm so happy this is my first like actual visual and i'm excited i'm glad i can be the first one this is is amazing it's gonna be oh man this is amazing perfect so i will holler at you guys later it's your girl joy has questions and i'm out hello everybody 
I know we are all on plate two and three probably then did a walk around the neighborhood, maybe stepped outside, took a quick Ida snap on the couch, then cursed out your badass cousins who want to keep taking pictures on your iPhone 11 when you told them to put it back on the charger. Um, if you are still calling it Thanksgiving Day, then I just know where you are in your inclusivity journey and fuck you. Um, but outside of that, I really hope everyone is having an amazing day with their family and really enjoying the fellowship with one another. Today's motivational message is going to be super simple and it is look to your left, look to your right, look to the people in front of you. Hell, even do a, a slight spin around. And if you are surrounded by loved ones, no matter what has happened, even if it's a professional situation that you may not care about, even if it's a personal something that you might be keeping to yourself, maybe you were a little, you know, apprehensive to come around the family because you're like, here we go. We know Auntie Gladys is going to start some bullshit as soon as soul food goes on the TV screen. But whatever it is, if you are having the blessing of being awake and being around people who know you better than anyone else, if you have the blessing of being around your family who supports you, and even it does not have to be a big family because where one or two are gathered, hello? I don't know the rest of the scripture, but the point is, if you have one or two good people in your life to support you that you can break bread with that you can say thankful to or thank you to that you can be thankful for then that's all that matters okay toxicity and trauma make the turkey taste bad anyway nobody needs it but if you have that blessing to be around people that love and support you please take the time to be appreciative and to have an amazing Thanksgiving with your family. Um, I'm going to be back at it, wrapping up the year, a couple more fire-ass episodes coming. But I just would even like to take this time to say for everyone who supports me, who loves me, who is reaching out to me in every capacity, I see you, I receive all the love, I'm so happy for it. And yeah, let's get this shit going even harder than before. Holla front, Joy Has Questions out.